And welcome to Coins and Herd, Season 1, Episode 30. Thank you for joining us. This is a milestone episode, being that it is Episode 30. So that's about 30-odd hours, maybe even longer, probably probably more towards 40 hours of pish that you might have or may not have listened to over the last six months or so. Uh, but if you have and you're tuning in, you're digging it, cheers and send some reviews and send some love. Uh, today we've got Rav and Terence, and it's been yet another bleak week for Spurs supporters in that Conte has been sacked. Paratici has been banned for three years, isn't it? Something like that, two and a half years? Yeah, Yeah, but always not lost. The scientists have discovered a fucking black hole that is 30 billion times bigger than the sun. So there is somewhere for us to dive in headfirst at the end of the season. Rav. Yeah. So I guess we just start from... So last week, right, we were talking about whether we wanted to see Conte get the sack, whether we thought he would get the sack. And, yeah, we weren't planning to do a pod this week, but I guess as the the fucking soap drama that is Tottenham Hotspur, they they give us the news and I guess we have to talk about it. So, yeah, he's gone. We kind of predicted it, ish. How do you feel about it, Rev? Yeah, I think uh, I think we all we all sort of said we wanted him to stay. Um, I can see why after that sort of sort of rant that he had that no one would want him to stay. But yeah, it's it's just a mess. And part of me thinks like he sort of had he, he's probably got Italian contacts in in the news over there. He probably knew that we were about to implode with other stuff that's happened this week. And he probably just thought, fuck this place. I need to get out of here. So I'm just going to throw everyone under the bus and fuck off. Um, I think it's weird that his staff have stayed, which sort of tells me that he just wanted to, to leave. He didn't know. He didn't really care how. And yeah, it's just a mess, mate. Like, I think I feel like we, we, we start to build something and we start to get somewhere. And then something happens and we're just literally the only club where this kind of shit happens to where I think we don't have a head coach. We probably won't have a director of football for much longer. I think the women's team sack their coach as well. Our academy shit. Like it's all it's all just a bit it's all just a bit bleak at the moment. And somehow we're still fourth. So I suppose there's a positive there. But yeah, it's just uh it's just not nice and it's just it just feels like it's just a toxic place because even fans are sort of fighting with each other. But it's like a fucking, it's like a pantomime, man. What's that, what was that fucking shit football TV show back in the day? Like, there was like some was shit, Harchester United. What was that TV show called? Dream Team, I yes. think was it. It is a bit like that, isn't it? It's a fucking farce, yeah. man. Every week, they, it's it's almost as if it's more important for Daniel Levy to get column inches for anything. <laughs> yeah. Just just to keep, the, just to keep the name at the, on the back pages, like. 
Um, Terence, what, what's your feelings after Conte got sacked? Like, what, what, what was you feeling in the morning when you saw that news in your WhatsApp feed or or, or wherever you saw it? No, it was. I think it needed to be it needed to be done. Obviously, it took quite a while to get over the line, but whatever reasons, whether we had to, obviously, in terms of how much you're going to pay him off, um, I don't know. But yeah, it. I think there was yeah, it's a crime, fucking shame. Um, but generally, when when you come out of that, there's no other way to go. I mean, obviously, I went on the pod last week when you actually were talking about after after when he had that little rant. But you can't do that. The man's a prick. He, um, as much as I, I wanted him to succeed, he didn't. He just like like Ravi said, threw everyone under the bus. He didn't take fucking one ounce of a blame himself. Didn't actually take anything. So. Obviously, we're the Sheffield United FA Cup and the AC Milan. That's what sort of done it for me when he sort of made obviously those decisions and putting certain team out, and making certain subs. And when we when we lose them, he, he don't he don't hold his hands up and say right, yeah, my bad. That's any, anything like that. It's just fucking come out and started throwing everyone under the bus. So um, yeah, it's a shame because I thought that this might be a good appointment. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, it's the right thing to do. I, I think that. It was it was getting too much with him under under us, but um, yeah, I, I was a bit surprised when he when Stellini was still there. Um, obviously, yeah, he's hopefully obviously the couple of games where he took charge when obviously Conte was ill, we actually played pretty good. So hopefully, obviously the shackles have been sort of uh, apart from Sheffield United and, and Leicester and AC Milan <laughs> yeah. I think Wolves yeah. as well wasn't yeah. it we lost was it Wolves yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but even um, yeah. I mean um, I say I, mean, I, I don't really I don't really know how I feel about him still being there I mean usually obviously when a manager gets moved on sacked we um, everyone goes with him um, well, and that, that's he's been it, left that, behind but that says to me, right? I mean, we'll get onto the, the 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 names that are being touted about, but that says to me that Levy doesn't want Pochettino because I think if he did want Pochettino back, it would be done. Don't you think? It's quite easy, yeah. I mean, he's I'll say he's he's been he's hanging about, man. Yeah, he's he is. He's walking dogs in Enfield and shit. He's just he's just. <laughs> he was out on the about. piss with Alan Brazil yesterday. Like I don't know whether you was listening to talk sport, but talk, he was on the lash with Alan Brazil yesterday. I mean, he, he, obviously they're talking about it. They, 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 Alan Brazil is a is a you know quite a re, I say reputable, but he's a very well known radio sports uh, uh, say journalist host, and he's obviously going to say to him, "Are you going back to Spurs?" And they're getting on the lash together. So yeah, I mean, if he if he hasn't been asked. By now, mm-hmm. that says to me that Levy doesn't doesn't want him. Well, I think the the thing is, is like, is I know Levy definitely is in charge, but like, we, we seem to be like backing Paratici to do his job, and I feel like he doesn't want him because he's not a free at the back defensive manager. So, yeah, maybe like. Maybe I don't know. It's so complicated because I know we wanted Tuchel. Like apparently Tuchel was ready to come and talk to us before Bayern swooped in and took him, because he it's probably because he plays free at the back and we've built a squad to play free at the back. So I'm just wondering, like Poch, like Poch is the guy that everyone kind of wants just to feel good again. But I feel like we're just sort of thinking, yeah, we need someone who who will play to the players that we have and. We're not really thinking about backing a new man, if that makes sense. 
that that Tuchel appointment at Bayern Munich does smack of apparently the, the, the word is that because we were sniffing around Tuchel, another ex-Chelsea manager, the word is that Bayern Munich fucked off Nagelsmann because they wanted to move quickly to secure Tuchel, apparently. Um, I don't think... Nagelsmann has done bad at, at Bayern Munich this year. He's he's done... I think he's lost three games and I think his win percentage is like 70... early 70s in, in percentage-wise. So like he's I mean, pretty good. He's won untold trophies with him in a couple of years that he's been there. Um... So yeah, it seems weird that they, they they're fucking him off, but I think that he's kind of apparently Nagelsmann is quite opinionated, uh, not just to the players. I think he's quite opinionated to the like the the board of directors, Oliver Card, whoever the fuck it is at Bayern Munich. I think you don't mind calling them cunts um, or cunts. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll get onto Nagelsmann and all that shit. But yeah, I mean, it's weird that Stellini's there. Ryan Mason would have made more sense to me, even though that's that's again, it's just it smacks of what happened under under with Mourinho, to be honest. And it's just, and I was happy about that. I'm not particularly happy about the Conte second, to be honest. But when when I watched the I watched the interview, uh, the press conference again today with the rant, and watching it now, I'm not saying I've changed my opinion on it, but watching it now, you know he's gone. I'm trying to I'm trying to hear it how a lot of the other Spurs supporters heard it where they were just like, this is untenable. He's disrespecting the club. He should be doing this publicly, blah, blah, blah. And I was trying to hear it like that. And I, and I did, I did hear it like that. And I heard it and I felt differently after watching it again, but I still, I still think that we should have, we should have stuck with him to be honest. I do. I was going to ask if you, if you were a player in the dressing room, like, and you heard him say shit like that, how would you, how would you guys feel? Because, I think, to do oh that. yeah, I earn 150 grand a week. Get over it, you fucking prick. You know what I mean? That's what I'd think. When yeah. there's something, when there's something that, um, I think it was Romero or something, uh, was it, I heard today where he was basically going to give him an ultimatum to basically say, right, fuck him off or I'm walking out or something like that. Did I hear something like that? Or am I just talking about yeah. it? No, no, Romero and Richarlison apparently were going to say they wanted to leave if Conte stayed. I don't know what, where, the, where the link with Romero comes. Um, but Richarlison, yeah, he publicly called him a dickhead. Um, but Richarlison mm. came out and, and said something today, didn't he? Yeah, he said he he said that's not true. I love Conte. We had a falling out, but we dealt with it in private. And I'm sorry that I couldn't do more to help him stay. And I wish him all the best. So yeah, I don't think Richarlison's that guy that. Yeah, he's, he's saying that while doing the wanker sign behind his back, like as he's walking out the fucking getting on Ryanair yeah. to go back to Italy, like. But don't you think? <laughs> yeah, the, don't you don't you think the blame lies with Levy, like more than anything, more than more than anything, regardless of what Conte said in that press conference and what he's done and how he's moaned in games, like, and he's kind of distanced himself from the club and he's insinuated that you know he's doing a favour to Tottenham from being there and all this bullshit that gets touted around in the media. Levy appointed him. Levy wanted him. He went to get him in the summer and he didn't get him. Conte was like, nah. And then Nuno didn't work out and he's gone back in for him again. And then he's like, all right, I'll come. But, you know, your team isn't fit for it. He must, this is this is a conversation that must have took place. He's like, yeah, but I, I'm going to need to do some shit with that team to make it in my image and, and make it competitive. And Levy's, Levy's and Paris history, they've probably given him all the lip service, that you know you imagine goes down in their meetings and effectively yeah he has he has Levy has backed him they've signed some players but there's still a load of dross in there that they haven't they haven't addressed 
and there's areas of the pitch that didn't need like we didn't need Dan Juma. We didn't really need um do we did we need Eves Basuma? I don't know if I don't know if we did. I mean I I just feel like Levy's brought a manager in. You know his personality, right? You know what Conte is characteristically. He's very well it's very well documented his time at Chelsea, his time at Inter Milan, his time at Juventus, his time as Italy manager. You know what he's like stylistically, what he plays, the football he likes to play. I don't know. I don't know why it's a surprise that he's come out and called everyone a cunt in a press conference. What? And I don't. I'm, I'm, the only thing I'm surprised about is taking this long. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine yeah, he did I mean, it last year. If he would have said the same thing last year, right? And we, after we missed, if imagine we missed out on the Champions League space, uh, place to Arsenal, right? Imagine they beat Newcastle on that on that last game. And we lost to Norwich, and then he comes out and, and says all this shit. Do you reckon he would have got the sack then? Would he fuck? <laughs> he wouldn't have, would he? No, yeah. but, I think, yeah, I, think I mean, yeah. go on, go on. No, I was going to say, obviously, going back to obviously Levy, yeah, Levy point, someone like Conte, you sort of, you sort of knew, obviously, when he's here, you try and sort of give benefit down, you try and sort of just live with his antics, but he knew what he was bringing in. So he, he obviously, he knew about that. Obviously, Paratici, or Paratici, however you say it, is, um, obviously, you've got all them issues now. And then there's also new things about, the replacement who's with Mason, so Cellini is apparently a match fixer as well. So it's uh yeah, it's uh everything under him is yeah, don't seem to be sounding too great. <laughs> no. I mean Italian Italians and match fixing I think goes kinda of hand in hand. You've got to accept that's just that's just a thing that happens. But they move do past, like, uh, yeah. past it. <laughs> it's like it's like Levy, Levy done he, when he was doing his background checks, he's sort of overlooked he's like, yeah, that way we sweep down the carpet. It's like, um, yeah, match fixing, what'd you say? Oh, yeah, don't worry about that, it's fine. They'll forget about it in a few years. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, I don't know. So as soon as we've taken Slovenia on, uh, like I said, I didn't know about this match fixing allegation. I don't even know the ins and outs, so it might just, whether it's a rumour or whether it's actually true, but I, I actually think, I think it was about 10 years ago or something, he got, he got banned or something for doing some sort of match fixing thing. So, um, yeah, sort of, uh, no, there's, there's sort of zero... Uh, background checks going on with them guys, is it really? Yeah, I mean, is... due, due diligence has not been done by Daniel Levy, is it? I mean, again, that's no. another thing that you can say with the whole thing with Paratici. It's that statement that the club made yesterday after he got banned the, the, when the FIFA extended the ban to, to the to the world. It's like supposed to come out when oh, we didn't know <laughs> we could we didn't we, we didn't know when we made that video no way, yesterday. It, it was like. Wait, wait, we just need to ask FIFA again, or whatever it is. We we need to ask them again to be a bit more specific, or whatever bollocks they put out in the statement last night. It's like, fucking hell, man, how many more lives are you going to give this guy? He's been found guilty. Yeah, they've appealed. But yeah, it's like, it's a bit, oh, we didn't know. And literally, didn't the night before, he was on Spurs TV or something, but giving some interview and talking bollocks. And the next day, it's like, fucking hell, man, how, how... What this is, yeah, this is just bollocks, but yeah, <laughs> he, he's, you think he's got to go, though, isn't he? Par- Paratus, he's got to go, isn't it? Definitely, he's got to get sacked, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the, no the way pill's gonna, the pill's going to take obviously quite a while to do, and it so it's, in the meantime, we're just going to keep him hanging around. Apparently, it was something to say, actually, someone said, um, oh, yeah, um, he can't be involved in any of these deedings. But you can still work at Spurs, so like you can still be a T boy or something. It's like, yeah. I think you can, I think you can attend meetings, but yeah. he can't. He literally can't meet with anyone, like agents-wise or anything. He but, has to be in a gimp suit or something, so he can't speak on. I think. 
he's going to be like, no one wants to have a meeting with you, no one wants to have a drink with you. You don't even work here, you cunt. <laughs> he just turn up to work every day and just sit like in the cafe. He's to bring his dog in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just going back to the, the Conte thing, like, he, um, yeah, as you said, like, he, you, you knew he was going to kick off, like, if he didn't get what he wanted. And probably even if he did get what he wanted, he was going to kick off anyway. Because that's just who he is. And you should know that before you do it. But since he's been sacked, I think on the night he got sacked, it was like, um, oh, yeah, we need our loyal fans to help us to get forth from Levy and no goodbye to Conte. And I think in that video you mentioned, Terence, uh, like, yeah, I think Paratici was talking about getting forth. And I just think that's what Conte is on about. That's the culture of the club, isn't it? It's not, it's not, oh, we need to win all these trophies. It's, we've got to do our best to get forth. And I think that really hits the players. And I think that's you know what's funny about that? That's important. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know what the funniest bit about that was, right? They, so they announced Conte's been sacked. And then, and then this, this statement comes out from the club about, about it and yeah Stilling is in charge and Ryan Mason's in charge and that we have to do everything we can as a club and the fans to pull together to get full spot and then the news comes out they're going to put fucking ticket prices up oh, yeah and I'm just like are you fucking joking man like how do you just pick a, pick a better moment to do that do you know what I mean like, just slip it in there like when everyone's just like fucking hell like yeah, I think uh, I think they should. I think they should put um, uh, pints prices up as well because I don't. I don't think that seven pound for a pint is. Uh, I think that's too cheap to be honest. So yeah, a pint that leaks at the bottom as well. Like half of it. By the time you've got to like with with your boys, like over by one of them posts, like where you can put your drinks down, half of it's pissed out the bottom anyway. One of them stupid little cups they serve in there, man. Can't they just teach people how to pour pints? Yeah, and they're, they're the worst they're beers I think I've ever had. They're the they're the dirtiest beers. I hate them. Yeah, they're pretty good, pretty bad. No, actually, I actually don't mind the neck oil, but I know you two, you you go for the the Amstels and stuff. But yeah, neck oil, I, I actually pretty like. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I don't go for the Amstel at all. I won't, I won't drink that. That is that is piss. Um, so yeah, we, I don't know what happens now with Paratici. Then is it is it? Is, surely he's going to get sacked now, isn't it? Surely, surely the the right thing to do for Levy now would be right. Because I think Levy kind of fancies him a little bit. I think Levy likes Paratici, and I think he should just cut ties with him now and say that you've brought the club into disrepute. The image of the club is important. You, you know, we can't have you someone like this associated with the club. See you later. You're going to have to go. Mm. Well, I think. Uh, well, I was reading earlier that what Paratici has actually done because I think uh, I think we don't uh, we know he, who he, he brings in transfers and managers and stuff. But apparently, there's a lot of background stuff that he's been doing. Because um, so, what you don't see, yeah, it's like Jermaine well, Jenner's. Yeah, um, but he, uh, yeah, so he's he's employed a scouting system. He's building up this infrastructure. Apparently, that is supposed to be taking like ten to fifteen years to build. And I think because he's like basically fucked in year two, he like Levy's probably like, I don't want to get rid of him if I don't have to. So, Brian oh, Hagel's That's works. bollocks, man. You bring someone in to do a 15 year plan and in year two, we're fucking bollocks. I'm not saying we're unlucky, but yeah, if we fell in a barrel full of tits, we'll just come up sucking our own thumb, innit? But yeah. <laughs> I 
I just think like yeah, it's we don't we've never put in the football staff, have we? Like I, I think we've always kind of just gotten our academy's never been great. Like we don't bring through many players apart from Kane and Skip at the moment. So I think that's why we're hanging on to him like with dear life. And I think what's going to happen is that he's just going to lose that appeal anyway and he's going to have to go. So I don't know why we're not doing it now. Well, I think that's the only thing I can think of, really. Or that Levy is a, their secret lovers. So, um, yeah. They don't, they don't, yeah. They're backing each other up. Yeah. yeah. There's a number of names that have been list, listed with, uh, with, the new, uh, with the Spurs job since... Saturday or Sunday, wherever the fuck it was. Um, obviously, Nagelsmann getting sacked. That's an easy one for the for the newspapers and the media outlets to kind of join together. What, what, what do you reckon about Nagelsmann? How are you feeling that, Rev? Yeah, I think he's the one I want. I think when he got sacked, I think it's the first time I've seen the fan base kind of like everyone go, yeah, we want him. Because I think some people don't want Poch back. I don't know if you've sort of noticed that. Most like, do, I think. Like, most do, but I, I think, don't get. I don't get that to be honest. Yeah, I I, I kind of get it just because he sort of represents the club in some way, and he sort of gets us. I think, but I yeah, I want I want Nagelsmann. I think he's my favourite choice. Uh, I think he plays like proper attacking football as well, like methodical, but that Gengen press and all that sort of stuff. So I, I yeah, I, he's definitely the one I want. I don't really know much about anyone else we're linked to. I don't think. All right, well, I've got a list of, of names and people that have been talking about uh, and linking us to people, but we'll, I, I guess we'll save that for the second half of the pod. Um, just coming back to the Conte stuff, there's a few things coming out since the second. Uh, Sons came out in the media <coughs> on his uh, international break, in which he scored twice. Um, he's come out and said that he blames himself for his poor form and he thinks that if he'd have been better, maybe Conte would not have got the sack. Um, but he couldn't be, be he couldn't be better. That's what he said. He couldn't he couldn't do any better than than the, what he was doing. He couldn't he couldn't follow the instructions to the to the letter, and he tried and he couldn't do it. I don't really know what that means, other than maybe just trying to be nice. I don't know. Maybe trying to yeah. say say sorry. Do you blame Son, Terence? Oh. Uh... Well, to be honest, he's a part of it because he's been shit all the season. So he is a big part because obviously when you've got a player like that who's literally been one of your main players over the last like, four or five seasons and he just turn, he doesn't turn up. Yeah, he is a bit to blame. But again, obviously that Conte obviously hasn't used him as, as well as he should have used him because Son, you know that if he's in the right position, he, he will play. And obviously... Even though the couple of games where he's come on a sub, he's actually got a bit of confidence back. But the next game, he puts him starting, he's shit again. And um, it goes back to square one. But yeah, that's, obviously, Son has been shit. So he, also, he is a lot of, in terms of to blame, yeah. Not directly, but yeah, his performance is a lot of the reason why we're not doing as well this season. I guess I guess it's, it's a fair point. Uh, and a lot of it's a lot of uh, a lot of Spurs supporters have made that point that key players, um, important players, haven't haven't stepped up this this year. You know, Kulusevski's or oh, he was injured for the first part of it, but he hasn't contributed anything like what he was doing in the last season. Benacore was good before he got injured. That's a huge loss. I mean, losing him was probably 
Yeah. Probably the end of end of anything competitive that we was going to do this year because he was, he's just been so important. And Richarlison hasn't contributed anything really. And then Perisic, he's got a fair few assists to be fair to him, but defensively he's he's not he's getting found out left. But Phil Walcott, like we spoke about last week on the board, Phil Walcott was just just taking the piss out of him last week. Um, so yeah, Derek Dyer. You know, Ben Davis is injured. That's another thing, obviously, we'll cover as well. We've got a fucking a bit of a crisis of injuries at the moment, which is a bit of a problem going into the last 10 games. But yeah, so lots of players have not have not been anywhere near their best this year. And you could say that is down to Conte, isn't it? I mean, you could, or you should. You know, is it is it his system? Is it is it is that why the players ain't performing? Or is it he's just got everything he could have at the back end of last year? I don't know what it is. What do you reckon, Ref? But I mean, it, it did work at the end of last year. That's why it's so confusing because it's almost like, like they forgot. I think what I read was that they were bored of the training because it was just constant repetition. But then, like, that's that's what Conte is. Like, that's what he does. He, he plays the same sort of system everywhere he's been, and it's pass out of the back and counter attack. It's like anything and, in it in life. Like when you're doing things. You know, nothing, nothing worth doing was easy. You know, everything that's you know, you got to put effort into it if you want to see the rewards. And but if you're not, if you're if you're doing these weird little boring training circuits that are just like you say repetition, and then you got you take it into a game, and not only is it not working, that it it's just the the opposing team have sussed it. They've they've set themselves up in a way that completely counters it, and it's ineffective. And then you're going back to training. And you've lost the game to fucking whoever, and you go and you go back to training. You start doing them same bullshit stuff again. I mean, that is it's understandable, isn't it? Like, yeah, but then I mean, they kind of paid for it, and I think in Conte's rant, he was like, "Players are selfish," and I think that's what he means by that. Obviously, I'm only guessing, but it's. They weren't willing to just keep doing what he's asking that worked last year. And because it worked last year, I'm inclined to just sort of say they just gave up on it because sometimes it didn't work. And they, they then that's where all the toxicity came from. But yeah, I mean, I do part of me just also thinks that if they kept more clean sheets and, and defended a bit better, Conte might move on to a second strategy, but he probably never felt that he got his first one in. Because they kept fucking up. Like, our defence was awful this year. Um, and if, if he probably felt like he kept needing to repeat it. Because, yeah, because Chelsea, Juve, Inter, Italy, they they didn't seem to mind it. Do you know what I mean? Until, like, they won a few trophies and then they got sick of it. But with us, it's just another manager that's won everywhere else apart from us. So, yeah. Another blip on a world-class manager's CV. Um <laughs> Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess uh, we'll round it there, and then we'll talk about the uh, the names that are being associated with the the vacancy at Spurs in the second half. North London is ours. Welcome back to part two of season one, episode thirty of Coins in the Hood. Right. So we covered Conte and Paratici thing to some extent in the first half what is what is happening with injuries obviously Benicure assume they're done 
who else is out now? We've got wasn't wasn't Romero not, not Romero Royale injured in in international break as well. He's done for the season, isn't he, Rev? Yeah, I think he's done. Uh, Perisic got injured uh, as well on international duty. Uh, Davis is out, isn't he? Davis is yeah, Davis. Davis as well. Yeah. Should we just like screwed with injuries, mate? Like I don't even know how unlucky they were. I haven't seen all of them, but yeah, like. I don't know who we don't we don't have any players left for the, for the final run in. Like it seems like. Um. So we got no we got no left wing backs. Nah, I, I mean I don't even know what's happened to Sessignon. Uh, he should be back soon, you'd think. But yeah, I think, like, I think Conte said in one of his last press conferences that he's quite close to returning. Oh really? So then yeah, it'd be good to have him. Well, I say good. I don't know how good he is, but. We know, we, 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 we know how good he is. He's, he's not very good. <laughs> yeah, but I've, again, he looks he looks shook every time he played. So maybe that might be Conte. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If Conte's not there, he might relax a little bit. There was a little run in at the back end of the last season where Session did actually start to look all right. Yeah, I again, I don't know what happened in the summer. Like it's just it feels like Conte knew he wasn't getting any plays that he wanted in, and he just started check, like phoning it in, maybe. And sh- sh- shaking up the players for not working things out. So, uh, s- squad numbers-wise, we're in pretty bad shape then going into Monday's game against Everton. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the only if Sessegnon isn't back, I think the only wing back we have left at the club who's fit is Poro, and he was bad against Scotland the other day. <laughs> I think he was at fault for the goal. <sighs> uh, so yeah, it's not it's not looking good. Matt Doherty, where are you? Did we release him? Yeah. We could use him now, though. Fucking hell, man. I'd have Harry Winks at fucking wing back the way things are going at the moment. Um, yeah, all yeah. Right, so, yeah, I mean, that doesn't that doesn't bode well for the for the remaining games. What about Richarlison? Is he is he is he returning? Is he what's the, what's to do with him? Because he was crying, so uh, yeah. you'd assume that it was a bad injury. But I don't know whether it's just crocodile tears. He just, I think he gets over emotional cries at anything, doesn't he? But I think he's supposed to be back for the weekend, next weekend. Uh, I think Everton's too soon for him, but they, like Alistair Gold reckons he'll be back by Brighton. What's our, what's, our, what, what's our team going to be against Everton then? What do you reckon? Well, that's a good question. Um, uh-huh. Well, it's got to be Forster and Gull, isn't it? Yeah. And then Poro, and then the back three's got to be made up of. Romero, Dyer, and Long, long Low. See now, prob- unless who's going to put left? Where, where? What uh, Tanganga left wing back? Oh, maybe uh, Dan Juma's played. Dan actually played left wing back. Oh, is it? So it could be him. Yeah, I think I think I've read somewhere that he's he played there for for Villarreal at one point. So anyway, he's going to get a sniff. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd like to see him if Conte. Had, now Conte's gone. No, nah, man, it'll be Mora. Lucas oh, Mora will start. I, 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 I say I can't. I, I, I don't really. I want. Don't want to speak bad words against Mora, but he's leaving at the end season. He's in the contract. We know he's going. So the point of putting him in our team for any of this season, I just think, is a bit ridiculous. But that's so, yeah, I'm not going to dog him off too much. Yeah, it, it feels like we, we keep wheeling him out because there's this legacy, like, and he deserves to have this swan song final season with Spurs. He definitely doesn't deserve that, man. He's had four good games for Spurs, I'd say. 
and come at me, anyone who thinks otherwise. I want to hear. I want to hear what you've got to say. Other than that, take <laughs> take Alex right. out of it. Yeah. Take the yeah. hat trick he got against Huddersfield or Brighton or whoever the fuck it was. Come at me. Tell me. Tell me when he's impressed ever. Like I, I think he's a good footballer in a certain team in a certain league. I don't think he's a good football football of a Spurs, given the managers that we've had in the last fucking three odd years. Uh, yeah, not in a, not in a prim- yeah. I will hate on him, Terence. I will. I'm not a fan of uh, Lucas Moore and I've made that case. And it's yeah. I think he must he must work hard though. Like I don't know what he must show the right attitude in training. Uh, he must take up yeah, I think I think during training he takes on everyone, um, but in matches he don't. So on a Saturday Saturday afternoon he drops his head, tries to take on the whole team, like he just darts forward and he gets tackled. But during training he's probably excellent. He takes on like the the Dyers and Dockers of this world. There, but, uh, there was a period under Mourinho, right, where he he was playing him in this kind of mid-block free roll position. Do you remember that? Where it was during yeah. it was during when the stadiums were empty. He was playing him in this like this weird mid to low block kind of Kante kind of role where he was just breaking up the play and yeah I don't know if you remember we played Arsenal at um, uh, well, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and we beat them 2-1 or 2-0 and in that game he was just he was just breaking up the play he was, he was just playing the Kante role and it was just like right there you go right that is a headless chicken and that is a headless chicken role that's good give him that that that, that works for me I can wear that and then it just didn't we didn't do it it didn't stick and I thought he was and then we never did it again but it worked it absolutely worked against uh, you know our bitter rivals and I think you know are you you going to wrap your games then because you said he has only played four good games is that up in it a little bit are you going to raise it now Uh, no (laughs) No. I'm still trying to think of the fourth that's three I can think of Uh, yeah All right. So yeah, going back to the, the lineup for the weekend, I think yeah. So the back for the back four, back three, and the wing backs is probably. Yeah, I can't oh, see. Do, it. do you do you reckon? Do you reckon Mason does go back for like he might he might now that Conte's not here we might switch it up. No, I can't see it. Can't see I can't it. see it. But I don't think we. What, what's the what's the option? We play a midfield, or a four a four in midfield, or a three in midfield. I guess we'd have to play a three because we don't have that many midfielders. I don't think we've got the uh, midfield, the midfield to play, have an extra man in midfield. Unless you're going to push Dyer into midfield, a whack on Saar, but they're not obviously they're yeah. similar. They are. They're Saar, all perfect. I think we're yeah. just going to play the same. I don't think they're going to make too many differences because obviously they've played for that to season. And like I say there's been a few games obviously where, where it sort of works um, when Sterling took over. So maybe it's just a the Conte sort of not on the sidelines maybe that played a similar way shackles are taken off and um, you know, that's how I've, I'm actually looking forward to to watching Monday just to see what what kind of reaction and what how we play like Everton are shit they've been shit this year they've got Sean Dyche we you, you, we know what to expect from them. It isn't going to be blood and thunder, all out attack football. They might come out hard in the first five or ten minutes because you know you might have got into them. You know, Spurs are in a bad place. They're wounded. They've lost their manager. It's all gone wrong for them. Let's just try and score an early goal. But I don't know. I don't think Sean Dyche sets teams up like that. I think it's going to be dogged, grind out a nil nil or a one nil, and just try and get some point. Just try and get a point on the board for them and that would be a result do you know what I mean 
So yeah, that, that, uh, sorry, well, I was going to up. Well, I was going to say that's why I think we might go for like, and we have Lenglet a left back, like just a, a tuck inside, stay back, left back, and then Poro can get forward, and we have two, yeah, the two centre backs, and then yeah, maybe Dyer in midfield or something, like that's a lopsided like, wing back system. Yeah, the way Jose used to do it, I think. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, I don't want to see, uh, I don't want to see Dyer in midfield, man. That's uh, I can't see I that, man. I can't, I can't have that. We've got to just, if I'd rather leave him off the bench, let alone like back in the dressing room, taking a shit like <laughs> he does like during the match. Like, I don't want that. I don't want him moved into midfield. That's, uh, fuck that. Yeah, I agree. But I just, I just thinking like, because everyone's injured, I, I don't know what else we could do. We don't have centre-backs, midfielders or wing-backs. So I, I, we it's have, be uh, we have, yeah, yeah, they're just obviously not. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure there's someone we can put on there. I'm sure, I think, I think not. Fucking. I think reading, uh, reading a few things on on Twitter, I think we're qu- quite close to calling on some of the um, some of the youth players, some of the young yeah. under, under 21s players, um, which you know ain't, ain't a bad thing. They should be, you know, they should be all right to kind of step in and do a job, you know, just for a few games. I mean, Tanganga did, stepped up and. Did all right when he under Mourinho when he came in and yeah just like just like for a number of games until everyone comes back. Do you know what I mean? I, I think I don't think that's a bad thing. That's probably I, I wouldn't mind seeing a few few young I'm boys come, that as well. a few young boys yeah. creeping about. You know what I mean? I don't mind that. That's, I've never yeah, minded that. Uh, yeah, I'd rather that than putting Diamond Field and putting maybe Lucas Moura on. So yeah, I'm, I'm open for that just to see what they're about. They've got to be given a chance, isn't it? Yeah, and if they're used to playing in a certain position, then you know we got. So we've we've ruled out you know over the years. Um, Carl Walker Peters, he did all right when he came in on occasion when he when we needed him when we didn't have any other options. Uh, I think on two occasions, I think on the two occasions he played over the course of about a year, he got man of the match in both games. Um, yeah. So I think I think that's that's something to consider, and, and you know it probably wouldn't be a bad thing to to promote some youth to be honest. Uh, and you think Mason would know some of the youth players, isn't it? Because he's been mm. there for so long. Indeed. So it might, could happen. It could happen. All right. So, yeah. Manage, manager appointment. Like, is, do you reckon it's going to happen before the end of the season or do you reckon they're going to wait till the summer? Uh, I reckon summer. I don't I don't see why else you do. You put Stellini in and make a point of saying it. If it's not going to be f- until... And wait till summer and try and make the right appointment rather than rush into anything. Yeah, we tried that think, approach yeah. last time. We end up with Nuno. Yeah, if that happened, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd think I'd be done, mate. If we did that again, uh, but yeah, what else? Why else are we not hiring Poch or Nagelsmann? Like, I don't really get it. Then I think Nagelsmann's a bit. Isn't, I say Nagelsmann. Nagelsmann. Nagelsmann seems like you know, I've butchered it with the English language, English English. Dialect Nagelsman. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either either way, Kulachevsky, Chulevsky. Like, I, th- yeah. I think Nagelsman's a bit too soon. I think Nagelsman's too soon. I think I think it's probably a bit too close to him being sacked from Bayern. I think he's probably thinking, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see how things pan out between now and the end of the season. Um, he's probably uh-huh. he's probably just yeah he's probably just sitting in a room on his he probably can't believe it like he's he's one point off top he's in the quarter final of the Champions League 
and he's been like jogged on like he's probably just sitting in it he's probably mouth still wide open i think what the fuck so, he did um, all yeah, the trophies yeah exactly but um yeah I don't, and favorites to I win a couple of them as well yeah but um apparently he's not good enough for the, the german league so um yeah they've got higher expectations apparently i mean like you said like you said before he's i think it's probably to do with his sort of uh his personality with obviously the ball and stuff like that they were, obviously i think overall they just didn't they didn't want him in they didn't think he was a good fit yeah so so maybe that's why we're waiting then we're waiting for him to sort of relax and get out of the shock and then because yeah as you said Poch would be in otherwise like I, I thought it was nailed on when it happened and it had, we haven't heard anything I've just heard that Poch is like the favourite to be Real Madrid manager oh is it yeah that's what someone said today he just hangs around until someone offers him a job, doesn't he? He don't, he don't go out and keep himself busy. He just goes on the piss with Alan Brazil <laughs> and, and and just waits. Oh, do you want a job? Oh, yeah. I suppose looking for anyone at the moment? Uh, not right now. Go on in. Oh, oh, oh. But if Spurs are looking, oh, I'll, I'll stay unemployed for a bit. It kind of seems, it seems, to me, it seems a little bit like that. He just wants to come back to Spurs and just just take a wage a bit like all the fucking players like that's just yeah that's that's kind of that's a nice place to work that's a nice place to sit chill out and go to go every day and my family like it in in north london and everyone's settled here seems a little bit like that um Mm. the other the other names that have been um touted are arnie slut um (laughs) of firenord yeah Um, i'm on that you're not feeling that one He's been likened to no. Guardiola with his kind of personality and antics. Very attacking style of football. Finals are doing quite well in the Eredivisie this year. Um, I think they're kind of very much in line to win the league. Um, again, don't know fuck all about him. I only heard his name, mm. name today, so I can't really comment on that one. I don't know if you guys have heard yeah. of Arnie Slut. I haven't heard of him, but I just think think about how many players we bought from the Dutch league who have been shit. Like your Vincent Janssen's to an extent, Bergwijn. I just feel like that's going to happen to us again. Like I can just, yeah. Martin Yol, man, come on. Oh, yeah, all right, yeah, fair enough. I love, I love Martin Yol, man, but yeah, <laughs> it's three one or two one. I don't know. Do you reckon he? I mean, we don't know anything about him. He could be another Martin Yol. I'd love. No that. idea. No idea. I'd have to. I, I literally only read the article today, and it was some old. Dutch manager who's managed across Eredivisie over 20 or 30 years, very reputable manager, came out and said um, on some Dutch football programme during the, during the international break, said that Arnie Slot should, because apparently he was linked with Leeds when Leeds were looking for a manager, and he said Arnie Slot shouldn't go to Spurs because it's a manager's graveyard. <laughs> and he said that live <laughs> no, on television. Don't. He said that on wow. live television in Dutch. Um, wow. Yeah, that was... Poor Dutch accent, probably poorer than Steve McLaren's. Um, yeah, so yeah, he told he said Spurs is a, a graveyard for managers. Um, He's not wrong, is he? That's deep, though, isn't it? It's so deep. Yeah, there isn't really much argument for it either, is there? You can't, you can't really. No, it's just, it's just going shut up. Oh, it ain't. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's him and. Uh, Robbo came out. Paul Robinson came out and said that he'd like to see Vincent Company get um, a chance at a Premier League club because what he's done at Burnley. Um, don't know about that one. How do you feel about that one, Terence? Vincent Company? No, no, I think it's a bit too, too soon, man. I think we need 
we need to go for, yeah aim a bit higher I mean he's, yeah he's been doing a good job but I think that's yeah I don't think he's ready I do, yeah I don't know I don't think so Rev Vincent Company yeah I, 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 I quite like him and I'd quite like to build with him or build with someone like that for five years but I just know if he's any good as soon as Pep retires he's going straight there isn't he so if he's any good and if he's shit then I don't really want to be that experiment so yeah I think yeah I think we need to aim a bit higher I think yeah Terence is right the other name was uh, Ali McCoy said Brendan Rodgers Nah, I don't want Rogers. No, nah, that, that was those five years ago, and he can jog them. And then obviously Lewis Enrique is one that was turned around last week. Um, but I feel like some some reason I've read today that he's distanced himself from managing in the Premier League at the moment. I don't know if he's been on TV during the national break. Um, I'm sure I saw that. I don't know if you saw that, Rev. Did you see that anywhere? Yeah, I saw that. I, I think he said one day he'd like to be part of a project, a long-term thing in the Premier League. But at the moment, he can't see himself there in like June, July. So that basically says to me that he doesn't. Fuck Spurs. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, fuck that chicken badge. Um, On that yeah. chicken badge. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, who else is there? Like, how many? How many? I mean, other than Nagelsmann's just kind of come about out of pure chance. I think. I think Tuchel was probably probably had a bit of weight because I think Tuchel's Tuchel actually came out publicly and said that he used to sport Spurs. Um, yeah, only Nag was meant to be fair. Why did they all supposed to be uh, Klinsman, I guess. Well, maybe seems a weird one. Um, everyone's yeah. put Spurs, like, but yeah, no one's um, Spurs. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, the, the the obvious the obvious choice at the moment is is Nagelsmann Nagelsmann for me I think that's who I'd like to see I wanted to see him when, when we was looking for a manager last time before he went by and that's who I wanted to come in and replace Pochettino um, yeah he, I, I was impressed when we played Leipzig in the Champions League I thought they looked slick and they played a style of football that we could kind of it was similar to how we were playing under Poch when we was at our best when we was at our peak Poch period yeah. it was like it was slick it was it was quick. It was aggressive. It was high pressing, high intensity, all of the great things. And we could just kill teams from anywhere. Like we could, we, we could score from corners. We could score from distance. It was, it was good build up play and what passing, quick passing. It was just everything that we are not now and haven't been for about three years or longer even. So yeah, I, I kind of like that. And yeah, and I, I, I liked, I liked the way. Um, I think we played. I think we played Dortmund with, when Tuchel was boss as well. Did we play Dortmund? We did, didn't it? And yeah. I think they, I was quite impressed with them as well. I mean, it, it didn't really work for him at Chelsea, but yeah, I, I will say. I mean, I know I know Sifter's not a big fan of Tuchel. He obviously he famously said on one of the podcasts that he wanted to put his baseball cap over his face and punch him in his throat. Um, <laughs> that, 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 that comes from a place of hate, doesn't it? That comes no, from a place comes of hate. From, that comes from the heart. Yeah, <laughs> I don't he know means how, that. I don't know how quickly he would have been able to move on if he was appointed as manager. I don't know if Sifter would have been able to move on from that one. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's hate. That's a hate crime, isn't it? Definitely. I think, I mean, yeah, I think those two in particular are flexible enough to work with, a, with to li- work a little bit with what we've already got. Because, yeah, everyone else is sort of rigid and sticks to one system. So that we need someone who's flexible because 
if we just keep going for a win now manager who only plays one way and we don't have the players to play it like we've done with Jose and Conte, we're just going to get the same thing again. And I don't know if if Levy's learning that or Paratici's learning that. We need to have someone who's flexible tactically. And I know Nagelsmann is, and I know Tuchel is. I don't know if they're, I don't know much. I don't think Enrique is. I think he he needs to play a sort of tiki taka like Pep Guardiola style play, which we couldn't do. Like I don't think we have the midfielders to do that. We don't. We definitely don't. I was literally just about to say we haven't got the midfielder to, to play that way. Even Pochettino, like you know, if he's to come in and and and, and you know to to the wishes of quite a big quarter of the Spurs support, if Pochettino gets in and they get their wish, we ain't got we haven't got an Ericsson. We haven't got Musa Dembele. We kind of got a Wanyama in in Hoybier. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know how. Mm. how, how don't have a Yan or Toby. Like Son could be past his best. I don't know. I don't want to write him off just yet. But, you know, he's he, but he's thirty. Um, Son could be on the decline. Kane could be out the fucking door for all we know. So what what does Poch do with that team? Like I don't know what Pochettino does with that team right now. And and again, you got to remember that everyone's everyone's got their rose tinted glasses on and everyone remembers the good times under Poch which is good and we should we should remember the good times because they were fucking they were good they were amazing the best the, the first like six months or eight months that Poch was there man it was dog shit and yeah. the last it, it was shit it was it was really bad and it was only a deflection deflected Harry Kane free kick against Aston Villa that saved his job I think he was almost going to get get chucked out at that point because it just wasn't working um and yeah, as Terence just said, the last fucking like five, six months of, this, of that season. All right, we got to a Champions League final. Come on, man, that <coughs> was that was dog shit, man. Hard like, to watch. We fell off like I've never seen. Like we were in the title race, like in January. We were, I think we were three points off top, and then we famously cashed in on Musa Dembele because he wouldn't sign a new deal, and then it all fell apart. I mean, that's. That's what um, Trippier, Kieran Trippier alluded to. Um, that that was the kind of reason for the de- the decline. Um, that Dan- Daniel Levy would rather cash in on a on their on the best player just to get fifteen million euros through the door. When yeah, you're still that's in- pro- yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably why we um, haven't appointed a new manager now. It might be the reason that obviously Levy ain't got time, and he's just he's concentrating on. Like racing tracks underneath the stadium, he's got other deals he's dealing with. So he's like, right, just Mason, uh, you're still here. Um, yeah, I haven't booked your Ryanair back home yet, so you stay here and just take us to the end of the season. I've got to go over here and deal with other shit. It is weird that he's 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 assistant stuck around though, isn't it? That is weird because yeah. he's he's been with him like uh, in uh, I don't know if he was there at Chelsea with him. I think he was, wasn't he, Stellini? I think he was. Yeah, I think he was there at Juve as well. I think Conte's brother's fucked off, though, isn't he? He was one yeah, of the coaches, the wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe Conte. It's so weird. Uh, I, I just just going on the manager thing, like with because obviously the like Enoch out, Levy out things like really kicking off now because he's obviously he looks incompetent and he's made the club look stupid and stuff. But like his best three managers were like kind of accidents. Like with with Yol, weren't we supposed to have Santini and then Santini fucked off and Yol came in? Yeah. I think Redknapp Redknapp was Ramos failing and we've had to bring in someone to save us and 
Rednab actually did really well. And I think with Poch, he wanted Van Gaal, didn't he? Yeah. So it's like picking a manager might be the worst thing we can do here. We might just need to like fluke it and yeah, maybe Stellini's the new Martin Yole. Like that's maybe that's what we're doing. He offered Jack Santini um, a sea view, a room with a sea view. And yeah, yeah, and didn't deliver on it. I think the sea, I don't know where this, fuck knows where he put him up, but famously Jack Santini came out and said he lied. He didn't give me the room, the, the, the apartment with the sea view. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a that's a legit thing. Jay, Jay will Jay will back me up on that one. By the wow. River Thames, that was his view. By the Thames, oh, Brian. He was just making promises that he couldn't. Yeah, couldn't cash. Yes. Um, like now. Yeah. So yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right, Rav. I think there is some credibility in that. Like Levy's got. I think Levy said on the documentary that he got lucky with Pochettino, didn't he? I think he said, "Ah, oh, you know, we got we got very lucky with yeah. that with that manager." And, yeah, I mean, he he's not he's not a good appointer of managers. I think that's fair to say. It's 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 a strange one. I mean, I think if you, I I don't know what what credible managers looking at that looking at Spurs right now and thinking, yeah, I fancy that. Do you know what I mean? That's why it kind of has to be Poch then, because at least Poch loves the club. But I can only, I, for me, I can only see it going wrong with him. Like I just think. Not enough players have moved on. Uh, not enough. Not enough time has probably gone for us to be able to spend the money he wants to spend. I can only see it going poorly again. And I think a lot of fans wanting him to come back probably don't realise that that's the case. Like because they're so desperate to feel something for the club again, which I get. I totally understand, and I'm I'm the same. But I just I don't want. Poch to come back and ruin his legacy. That's what I think will happen. I don't know what you guys think. I kind of feel like he did it anyway at the back end of, of his time. I think I don't think <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think he ruined his legacy. I don't, that's that's a big that's a big statement. I don't think that. I don't think that. But I don't forget it. I remember it. So, um, but yeah, mo- moving on from like the who will be you know who's going to be the manager at the moment it's Tallini and we need to we need to get behind him and we need to get behind Ryan Mason and just you know hopefully we can we can do something between now and the end of the season uh, how do you reckon it pans out Terence how do you reckon the rest of the season given the injuries we've got and the state of what's going on what do you reckon is going to happen uh, I mean um, at the moment I'm not too excited about it but obviously it's probably because of the obviously just had an international break which is always dog shit um, if it's not the Euros or World Cup, it's just yeah. I, I need Spurs every week. It sucks the <laughs> life out of it, doesn't it? The international yeah. break it just probably sucks the life. Fair play to Kane yeah. though. We haven't we haven't said Kane. Yeah. We haven't mentioned Kane. Yeah, he got his, yeah, yeah, but, he's England's top goal scorer. Spurs' top goal scorer. Kudos to Kane. He's yeah. I mean, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of shit out there still. Vitriol and digging him out and saying, oh, he's a penalty taker. And there was one stat that someone brought up the other day that he he's only ever scored against, like, he's only ever scored four goals that mattered out of his 56-odd goals that he scored for England. Only four of them have actually been against decent opposition in decent and meaningful matches. Again, that's... Um, you can you can you can find stats wherever you want. Uh, I don't wanna, I don't want to make this a, a cane loving, but yeah, I think it's good to point out that he is a fucking absolute goat, isn't he? Yeah, he really is. I mean, I mean, Rooney got one goal in the World Cup knockouts or something. Like he's still like, he's still a great player. Like it, uh, there's this weird obsession with Kane just to hate on him. There is. I there's so much. Seen... There's so much fucking shit. And I was yeah. reading it. I was like, what do you want him to do? Miss penalties. 
Do you want some? Do you want some <laughs> not scoring matches? I don't don't get it. I'll uh, bring someone else on because just because you don't like him, the cunt does the business, mate. Just just yeah. get over it. Do you know what I mean? It's only it's only scousers and Arsenal supporters that are really like you know what I mean butthurt about Harry Kane. Everyone else probably gets behind him and acknowledges he's a fucking quality footballer. Um, but yeah, sorry. How does the how does the remainder of the season pan out, Terence? Uh, I think that we we need. I'm just hoping that by the end of, end of the season we've got something to take into the following. I think that obviously with Stellini, obviously he's in with obviously Mason. He's got he's got luggo heroes like Bell, so let's hope there's something in that, uh, and, and we can sort of. Uh, We're reaching we can, now, man. He's got ears like Bell. <laughs> we are, I'm, he's I'm got the hair of Danny got, Danny Blanchflower. I'm I'm reached him, man. But he's yeah, he's little he's little luggo sort of actually. Um, yeah, so hopefully, we, obviously, top four is obviously what the best we could probably hope for. It's not obviously ideal. And Levy, obviously, said in his interview that recently, his little statement says, oh, yeah, let's go for top four. But he, he probably recorded that at the beginning of the season because I think that's all he generally wants. But, um, yeah, yeah, hopefully we finish the top four with a sense of something that we can take into next season. Um, I think that's all we can hope for is that, have sort of good results, good performance where we can see something to, I just want to, uh, yeah, I think, I think they're changing everything, getting, I just want to feel a bit, a bit happy again. I want to feel, I want to feel proud of my team. Is there a world, is there a, a universe where Stellini does really well and he gets the fucking job in the summer permanently? I don't think, I think, I don't think we'll leave you will let that happen. I think, I think we wanted co- continuity without Conte just because he kicked off. And I think we wanted to keep it till the end of the season. And then I think that they all go on a free, don't they? I think actually we didn't mention this, but they're probably being paid till the same time Conte was. So they probably all cost him money. So that's probably why we've kept them actually. <laughs> yeah. And probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when they all their contracts run out at the end, I, I don't think he stays, even if he wins all ten games. That's definitely uh, why we kept him. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I saw an empty really seat next I'm sure I saw an empty seat next to Conte on the plane. That was Stellini's ticket, and he? he just fucking so he, he kept him there. Yeah. Um I, I don't yeah, I I can't see it. I, I just I just think this we're gonna walk away from it as soon as we can, I think. I don't I don't think we like the atmosphere that's been created, I reckon. Well, we've got a few minutes left. We did it on last week's one, but a fucking shitload has happened since then. So I guess we talk about Everton quickly uh, and we talk about how we think that game's going to go. Terence. Uh, well, actually, I, just, I, I watched the highlights from the, the game just for Christmas, October or something, and um, that could have gone obviously either way. So um, obviously there was loads of er- there was errors made. Hoyer, Benson. So we could that could have gone a totally different way. We won two 0 out of it, but um, that seems like a lifetime ago now. So I think that we're put- it's away, isn't it, on Monday? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think obviously with I, I honestly don't know how it's going to go because it seems like it's been so so long since I was- last saw them saw Spurs play. Um, so I I don't know. Um, I'm hoping for a win. Uh, we, we we either play, we either come out of the track and play the best game we've we've played in a while, or we're yeah, or we're dogged down and we we get done by 
shitty old Everton. But yeah. Rev, do you yeah. reckon we can have a new man- manager bounce? <laughs> no, because there's no one new, is there? <laughs> Ryan Mason. The Ryan Mason bounce. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe if we go like go for it and they, they're angry they were so angry at Conte that they've been shit all year and now they're like he's fucking gone let's kick let's finally play really well but if we're going on based on what was happening before which is we can't play well away yeah I can't really see it going well and Sean Dyche is kind of the man you don't want to play in this situation I think he's kind of like the worst he'll just fucking frustrate you and yeah I don't I think, think it'll be I- I don't right. think I don't think the manager or the lack of or the, the, the interim coach is going to be the defining factor in the, in the in the end of our season. I think it is the. I don't think that you're going to see the style of football change that differently. I think Stellini is going to play a similar way to the, the, what we the, what we've seen up until this point under Conte, and I think the defining factor is going to be the amount of injuries we've got. And it's not it's not an excuse, but you can't mm. you can't deny it. it. You can't you can't hide behind you know. The fact that there is lo- there's loads of injuries, you can't sit there and go, well, you know, you should be doing better with the squad that you've got. You've still got fucking 11 players to pick from and all that shit that you hear. But key players are out. Our best midfielder's out. Mm-hmm. Richarlison's out. Son's shit. <laughs> Davis is <laughs> one of our most reliable players. He's out. We've got no wing, no wing backs. Yeah. No wing backs. Yeah. Got no, our captain's injured. Our goalkeeper, I even know that this is preferable to us, but yeah, at the moment... Foster's been better than him. That's that's the that's yeah. how bad that's how bad yeah. Larice has got. Like Foster's been better than him. Yeah. I think I think Larice is actually back in training now as well. Fucking, um, he can train with the kids, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah. I, sorry, I was just going to say quickly. Like um, one of the things that apparently, uh, like Levy was fed up with Conte uh, with was he kept mentioning the medical staff and how they didn't. Like I've got, I, I, I think we always have loads of injuries, and I think it's because we, our medical staff is not, not the best. I've, I've said it quite a few times, and I just feel like we always have this many injuries. Like we never have a fully fit team ever. Uh, and I just it's been I just, particularly bad recently, though it has been. Yeah, but under, I yeah. think I remember under like Jose, we had quite a few at one point, and Poch, we definitely did. I just wonder if that's part of the comfortable situation that we've got going on at the club where it's just comfortable for everyone. I think, I, mean? me, I think me and you spoke about it. I don't think it was on the pod, but I think, about we, I think we spoke about it off off air about how Dan Levy recruits his medical staff and he just walks into a job centre and just shouts, <laughs> yeah. does anybody know CPR? And then someone goes, no. And he goes, well, <laughs> don't worry, I'll show you. And that's that's it. That's how he recruited his, yeah. his medical team. Because yeah, I would not be surprised. Seventy pound um, a day, cheap and cheerful. Yeah, cash in hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, another positive podcast, gents. Um, we got through it. It's 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 just a bit unbelievable what we what we're witnessing now. It's just a fucking mad club. Like it's such a mad club to support, and it never. It never fails to surprise me with the madness that goes on uh, and the craziness. I mean, I mean, all the all the talks been about Conte. You know what? Let's let's stick some Paratici thirty month ban in there just for good measure. Um, Evie must be fucking. Yeah, I know he ain't got no hair on his head, but if if he did, they'd have to be all like brilliant white, wouldn't they? He's got some fucking. Yeah. He must be like a what's them foxes that are all white? We'll just call them snow foxes. 
No foxes. <laughs> yeah, he's like a polar bear, isn't it? He's just like every, he's, yeah. his whole body is covered in. Yeah, he must be so stressed. Bless him, little, poor little Daniel Levy. Um, but yeah, I must I must say, like I've backed him quite, you know, consistently over the last however many years, and even I'm getting to the point now. I'm thinking you are you you fucked this right up now. <laughs> I don't know. How you, I don't know. You're going to turn this around with with the fans, like even even your ardent supporters are starting to turn on you now, man, and starting to want you out the fucking door. Um, That's I'm waiting for the the Brighton game at home because I reckon that it will be pure Levy out trance. Like I can, I like I, I feel like it will be toxic there, and he'll shit himself. All right, guys, we've got one minute, so let's wrap up quickly. Terence, what's the score prediction for Everton? Uh, I'm going to say 2-0 Rev. even though I'll probably yeah. I'll go I'm going to go 1-1 one, one. I think it's going to be a draw I'm going to go 2-1 to Spurs so I'll put a pin in it there cheers Terence cheers Rev thanks for your time um, if you've yeah, listened mate. to the podcast leave a review go on social media send us some love all that good stuff Quiz in the Hood on Twitter Instagram Facebook all that shit and um, yeah Come and give us some love in it because it, we all need it right now because it's fucking, it's bleak as fuck. But it's yeah, miserable. this has uh, been yeah. episode 30. Come on, you Spurs. Fucking A. <laughs>